What's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. You have hair now. I do. <laughs> what made you decide to grow it out? I just, I don't know. There wasn't a specific thing that made me just say, I want to grow out my hair. It was funny. We went to the local parade over the weekend, and my nephew... <laughs> He took your hat off and he started laughing. He's only seven. And he said, don't show anybody that because he's never seen you with hair before. It was so cute. I know. That's funny. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about how there's something that we do all the time and it's actually designed to kill us. And I want us to all be aware of it because it might sound simple, but there's an adjustment in our routine that we've made over the last couple of years, probably one of the only benefits, I think, of the whole COVID debacle. And it's something that I think could really help to change the lives of all of us if we're tuned into it. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, we don't have tons of supermarkets here. I think that we have more like Mexican markets and like Mexican meat markets and they serve their purpose, but number one, we can't always get the things that we're looking for in particular, especially if there's a recipe that we're trying to make when we go to one of those. And number two, a great deal of what is sold at those markets, we don't even know what they are. Yeah, there's some random things and some stuff like like cactus. Like we've I've eaten that before and I actually love cactus if it's prepared right and just random things are like how do you even cook this but the thing that these mexican markets has in common with any other local grocery store is their bakery and that's what i want to talk about today because the placement of everything inside of a supermarket is done with such divine intention that it is it is placed and set up in a way to get you to shop in a particular way. And it's one that is not to your advantage. And the most important thing for us to be aware of is where the bakery is placed. And I'm thinking of all those Mexican markets and I'm thinking of all the other markets. I'm thinking of Target. And as soon as you walk into the store, what is the first focal point that you see? Well, it's the bakery. The bakery. And, and what's really funny with it too is they intermix them a lot of times with the produce section to where you're like, I'm going to stick to eating vegetables and fruit. And as you're going through it, there's a pie that just screams out, eat me. Yeah. Like you walk in, you can smell the baked bread usually, right? It's like the, the cheap, it's supposed to be French bread is how they label it, but that's not French bread. Like that's just carbed overloaded Deliciousness. No junk. <laughs> this is junk. It's a dollar and fifty-eight cent loaf of junk. Is exactly what that is. And you're right. It's it's as though we walk in and we can shop through all the produce and feel good about our purchasing decisions and what we see when we look down in the cart. And then you take a few steps over, and then you're greeted with the bakery. And when we think about this for a second, one of the last things 
that we access when we go to the market is the butcher, right? The, the meat section is always at the very, very back of the store mm-hmm. in every single store. And when we're thinking about we're ready to check out and before you can check out, you have to look at all the end caps, <laughs> right? And those are designed in a very particular way. And I don't know about you, Clint, but I have never seen a, a bunch of carrots hanging out on one of those end caps. No, not at all. We see Coca-Cola displays, awesome displays, right? Like (laughs) they they do them up for football season and they make them look really cool. But I've never seen anything healthy on an end cap now that I'm thinking about it. No, not at all. And inside of our Police, Fire, Military and Families Facebook group, I had this sort of argument with a majority of the people in there because I had posted how much more expensive it is for us to eat out than it is for us to eat at home. And... There is some merit in what they were talking about with inflation going up and it is more expensive to to purchase your groceries. However, I will arguably stand by the fact that that's just an excuse because if you're shopping the right way, then it's impossible for you to be spending more money on groceries than you would if you were to eat out two or three times a day. Yeah, and these restaurants is their prices have gone up as well. I mean, I I think back to the days where 29 cent hamburgers and 39 cent cheeseburgers from McDonald's or just anything you you go to, you can't get a meal at a restaurant for less than 10, 15 bucks nowadays. Yeah. So what we've done that has completely changed the game for us and how I believe that we, we really haven't had to feel too much of the effects in terms of our grocery budgeting when it comes to inflation is number one, we spend, I think it's a hundred dollars a year for a membership for target. I think it's target plus or whatever the target subscription is annually. Now I know every fucking store has that and we order our groceries online and I can hear the argument now of like, Oh, the delivery fees and like you got to tip them and blah, blah, blah. We spend about a hundred dollars every single week And the way that we make that work is we get a lot of groceries every single week. However, we don't really change things up too much. We'll vary the level of produce, like the the things that we get, depending on whatever I'm going to make that week. But for the most part, if I were to be shopping for the things that I put on my list to be delivered to our house, I would be shopping in the parameter of the store. I would know exactly what I want based on that list. I wouldn't be tempted by the smells of the bakery and whatever's hanging out on those end caps or whatever's on sale. So, man, I should just get it because it's a good price. And I I often think, because a lot of the times the person that will deliver the groceries is the same person. And so I I often think like, man, they, they probably are like, what's with this family? Because it's just the two of us and you don't see the the crap inside of those bags when they get delivered. It's legitimately like everything is zero sugar. Everything is not processed. Everything is fresh. Everything is the types of foods that we should all be eating. And that's not to say that we don't splurge and, you know, go outside of that sometimes, but for a majority of it, that's all that I see. And I can literally go onto my grocery list and say like reorder from last week's order. And it would be fine for whatever it is that we're going to be eating this week. And I found that you can have these staple ingredients and then make so many different things with those staple ingredients. Yeah. And really thinking about it, do you think restaurants are getting 
way cheaper prices on produce and meat and anything that you're purchasing from them and then preparing it to make it cheaper for you. Like it doesn't logistically, it doesn't make sense on that end whatsoever because the prices have gone up all the way around for everything. And it's not just us in the private world, but the commercial world as well. Like they've, you know, we've had this conversation of Twizzlers instead of raising their prices, they just reduce the amount of Twizzlers in their bags. And it's just, it's one of those things that it doesn't make sense to where it would be cheaper to eat out than it would be to actually cook your own meal. And another really important thing to consider, at least for me, is the ROI. So the return on investment of my time, 1000%, the amount of money equivalency in terms of time for me to have to go drive all the way out to the market, spend my time going through the aisles, coming all the way back home versus just clicking a couple buttons on my phone and then having somebody come and deliver it. And then, you know, if we spend a hundred bucks, I usually tip them about $15 and $115 to be able to say that's probably about two hours of time for us. We live in the middle of nowhere, Mm -hmm. you know, especially shopping at Target like that. And I think that that's something that we also need to consider because so much has changed and we're shifting in so many different ways post COVID that whether we like it or not, this type of service is something that I think is going to become more of the norm as time advances. And I'm also thinking about the other side of it, where these people argue like, oh, it's better for me to go and eat out at Burger King. Well, here in California, our brilliant governor has decided that it's a good idea to start paying these Burger King employees a minimum of $22 an hour. Now, (laughs) think about What's going to happen? If I was a franchise owner, the first thing that I would do is definitely order machines, right? Like replace those people with machines. And do you really want to be consuming product that is not is not checked and cross cross checked and actually visualized by a human being? I'm sure there's going to be something in place, but what maybe one physical employee overseeing every single order that's taking place in, inside of a a franchise or a restaurant like that? You know, and I think what it's going to end up actually coming down to is this stuff's going to be pre-cooked, pre... It's going to be McDonaldized. Exactly. (laughs) And it's the quality is just going to go down because it's not freshly prepared. And and imagine if a robot freshly prepared a hamburger. I mean, they can dial that stuff in, but there's, there's errors that do happen with that stuff as well. But we have to shift away from that first, because that's another argument that I can hear coming up. And I've been there, too. Right. Like we start to develop a palette that we don't even realize has been so commercialized and it starts to become this thing. And I've seen it with my, my brothers, for example, where their desire for food is much higher when it comes to having that processed junk and eating that junk than it is having a home cooked meal. And I could remember the arguments taking place in my household. And we've talked about this before, where it wasn't a normal thing for us to eat out when we were younger. And I remember my dad telling me, like, a McDonald's hamburger or buying Top Ramen. We weren't allowed to have Top Ramen in our house. The cheapest thing at the market, and we weren't allowed to have it in our house because my dad said that's dog food. And the way that we were raised was to eat 
whole foods and to eat real food. And something happened from the time that, you know, we were in our teenage years, I think, until current time where the the normal food, people think the real food is what they see when they eat out. And I think that that's something to just be aware of, that the more and more that time goes on and the more and more that things might seem like a convenience, it's actually strategized in a way to make us the most obese country in the entire world, which we are, the most depressed and and unhealthy in many different ways, the laziest, right? Because if you're overweight, you have a tendency to be a little bit lazier and not want to get up and do the things that we sh- that our bodies were designed to do. And I think it's something that we all just need to be aware of. So whether you decide to order your groceries online or if you are one that actually, you know, some people like going out into the market, I just am not one of them, then just be aware of how things are designed and set up inside of the market. And unless you're getting certain condiments or ingredients that you actually need to be able to cook a recipe, you have no business hanging out in the center of the store, period. So I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. I hope you make good choices, healthy choices, but most importantly, choices that you have control over. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.